0: to That Anita Live, the talk show dedicated to providing emotional healing through sharing to help you create a happier life. Many veterans continue to serve America in various roles. Some choose occupations that continue to protect, others launch nonprofits. But Jennifer Nockby has taken the totality of her experiences and launched a movement to help others heal through organic handcrafted products, aromatherapy, has many healing qualities, and Jennifer is here to share with us a few masterpieces of her own. But Jennifer, let's start with how you learned the Air Force was an option for you.
1: Both my parents were paramilitary. My mother was a communications officer. My father was logistics. And I grew up traveling all across the planet, um, mainly overseas. We lived in Europe, we lived in the Philippines, um, Pacific, and I didn't want to stop Traveling, I didn't want to stop exploring the planet, okay. and there's no way that I could afford that as a civilian. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and I really, I wanted to. I was always into um, engineering and mechanics. My father would buy me all of these sets. I don't even know what they're called now. Um, so I, I wanted to utilize that in a, in, a, in a way that I could actually use for a job. So took the ASVAB, scored high on the ASVAB in mechanics and engineering. And the next thing I know, I'm shipped off to Okinawa and I'm working on F-15s. Wow, (laughs) just like that. Just like that. Okay. Yeah, so it was fantastic. It was really interesting and serendipitous because my parents met at Okinawa. They were both, their, okay. their first duty stations were at Kadena Air Base. And, and they both were in the Air Force? Yes. Okay, okay. My first duty station was at Kadina Air Base. Okay. So, okay, something's going on, I'm not sure, but obviously I'm supposed to learn something here. Yeah. So I just really took it all in. I was off base as often as I could be. Mm-hmm. I took everything in as far as my job. I learned binary, I learned how to read schematics, I learned, you know, basic electronics. I loved my job. I got to work outside in a tropical environment, okay. it really, it was paradise and, and that's when I first started learning about farming because Okinawa is um, an island off the coast of Japan and Okinawans don't consider themselves Japanese, they consider themselves Okinawan. So I'd go off base and I would see. Um, Farms, literally, littered kind of through, throughout the island. Ooh. And one thing I really honed in on and observed was that the farmers were uh, up in age. They were in their 60s, 70s, 80s, but they were still outside in the hot sun, shirts off, wow. bringing in their crops, working their fields. Okay. And I'm like, how is this possible? Because, you know, back in America, everybody has. <laughs> high blood pressure and right. by the time right. they're 30. So what are the Okinawans doing, that we're not doing back in the States? Obviously their diet's different, you know, mm-hmm. taking into consideration um, where they live. Um, but their whole approach to living was completely different than how we view um, living here in America. And it's not good or bad, it's just a different approach. So I said, okay, I have to understand this and I have to um, get my scientific journal and start asking questions and writing down the answers. So I would go up and I would hang out with the farmers just to see what they were doing. Now, how was their diet different from ours? Lots of fresh fresh produce, Mm. lots of fish, omegas, six nines, uh, three, six nines produce 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 I can't they can't get enough vegetables can't get enough cabbage can't get enough Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. yes lots of tea lots of green tea was which, which is a detoxifier and everything comes in fresh that day so you go down to the market and you have the fresh catch that day and you're growing your own fruits and vegetables on your in, in your garden or on your farm so you just really eat what you what you grow No chemicals everything's organic and it it's not only uh, the food but it's also I'm sure you've seen movies where uh, people are p- performing Tai Chi in the morning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's also uh, a psychological approach not necessarily slow living but everything's done with intent and purpose and um, your well-being your health and well-being is taken very seriously
0: a lot it's, more seriously than yeah. what we do here because everything here in. is about hustle and bustle yeah. moving Uh, From Mm -hmm. from like 5 in the morning until like 10 or 11 at night. Mm -hmm. People are constantly hustling, bustling into the city, getting to the job. Most of them don't like the jobs they're on. Yeah. And they hustle and bustle home. Go, go, go. Right, right. No real thought to yourself. If you
1: get to a drive-thru, you get to a drive-thru, you scrap down something. I don't even know if it's food. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I am. And I wanted to explore that, too, because the Japanese and the Okinawan culture is said a disciplined culture. They take work very seriously as well, okay. but Okinawans have the longest lifespan on the planet. They have the highest number of centurions, so I'm like, how is this possible? How mm. are they so disciplined and dedicated mm-hmm, to their mm. work and able to work in the sun, in their farm f- in their fields with their shirts off at 70 years old? It's, that's hard work. It's hard living. Yes. And how are they able to do this? And they smoke, they smoke filterless cigarettes. <laughs> so okay, at least, at least they have one vice, right? <laughs> at least they have one. Yeah, yeah. It's the mental approach and the diet. And I'm sure, you know, through the course of the evolution of their culture, mm-hmm. genetics plays into it as well. Yeah, yeah. But I said, okay. So I sat down and they, and not the, the medical approach, also, um, Western medicine, I'm sure you've heard the term Eastern medicine or Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's apothecary based, herbal based. Um, so what they do is they take a full count. Of your body chemistry, they ask what you eat. They take a look at your tongue. What your day is like. What are you exposed to? Stress. It all <laughs> factors in into how your body responds to your environment. How your body responds to you. How mm-hmm, your body mm-hmm. responds to your thoughts. Okay. What chemicals it releases. So that body of knowledge, they go back and they say, okay, well, this herb or this root um, addresses this issue when i went in for an evaluation apparently my chi is hot very hot chi it's not cool chi okay so i need something that cools my body down cools my mind down slows me down a bit okay so i'm like okay so they she made up a concoction for me and she says you really need to change your lifestyle and now and, was
0: this when you were there stationed there yes okay yeah so how do you because making everything yourself mm-hmm. There has to be some hustle and bustle in your life too. Yes. Now.
1: Yes, yes. I still work 95. I work as a network engineer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I thought this was full time.
1: No, this well yes. You could say I'd still on my lunch breaks, I'm my clients,
0: I'm no. posting, I'm Instagramming. <laughs> no, no, there's there entrepreneurs entrepreneur somewhere yeah. that is one hundred percent in in their business one hundred percent. But that's but what, yeah. That's what I'm working on. Well, everything that you learned there. Mm-hmm. And that was 1920. This was 19. Oh, I'm a lot
1: older than I look. I just turned 40 last month. So this was 1997 through 1999. How long did you stay there. there? Two years. Yeah, I to do a two-year tour. And then on to. On to Texas. Texas was my last duty station, Dias Air Force Base. Okay. Yeah. So. so that
0: was just. I took it all in. Just like being here.
1: At Dyess. Yes, yeah. It was the States. It was, you know, it was a a, a vastly different environment, Um, very, very...
0: Were there any moments when you were in the Air Force that were like, get real combat moments? Uh, yes. Um, Because I would imagine growing up as mm -hmm. a military brat, Mm -hmm. you may have heard or been exposed to, but then... My father was in the Vietnam War. Having that experience
1: yourself i did not i was not stationed overseas i was not stationed Mm -hmm. um, i didn't go to saudi or kuwait or the gulf um luckily yes um but when our unit would rotate um or the other squadrons would rotate they would rotate to saudi and they would come back and you would see a lot of the emotional psychological effects sometimes you yeah, know, this is common knowledge, there was um, mm-hmm. biological warfare use, and so you saw the effects of that also. Um, but mainly it was the the emotional response to what was experienced over there. Mm. We weren't prepared for it. It's not like we were Japanese samurai who were separated from society and out in the woods literally practicing combat for a thousand years. Um, and then when we came back, there, at that time, and the VA has gotten a lot better with it, there really weren't a lot of avenues as far as healing or yeah. addressing PTSD or addressing the emotional and psychological aspects. Now, of did you
0: start at that time to begin to exercise what you'd learned while you were stationed at Okinawa?
1: Not, 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 no. Okay, because for a minute I
0: had state. you in my mind as the mad <laughs> scientist and as, as your colleagues and coworkers would come back, you'd be like, well, let me, no,
1: okay. I didn't really. It, this was more of an incubation period when I was over uh, stationed in Okinawa, um, going to the farms and hanging out with the farmers okay. and hanging out with the, the practitioners, the holistic practitioners. Okay. And so I, yeah I guess you could say that was the incubation period really just observing and paying attention and absorbing all of the knowledge and I didn't know what to do with it or, or at that time that really wasn't on my radar I was more interested in just absorbing all of it and taking it in and learning and just enjoying it because I, I knew I would never get to see this again
0: <laughs> well, what was the most fascinating thing you learned from the Okinawans
1: oh um, Okinawa was, the culture was a a conversation or a narrative in duality, I would say. While there is a a disciplined approach to living, the undercurrent of it is slow living and a holistic approach to yourself and holistic approach to the environment that you're in. That's actually what really helped me heal. Uh, was that aspect right there? So when I came back, I was like, well, nothing's working for me. Talk therapy isn't working for me. Um, going to VBA isn't working for me. I don't want, and not that I'm um, talking negatively about prescription prescription health, but that wasn't what for helps me either. and what doesn't. And everything is different mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. My, The best way for me to heal. And this is directly linked to my, my personality. Mm-hmm. I like to address things head-on. Mm-hmm. And so Buddhism and meditation was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Buddhist philosophy can be very dog- it's very dogmatic about personal responsibility and accountability. So in order for me to start this healing journey, I had to take complete autonomy of everything, even if it wasn't mine, to take, even if it was done to me. Um, if you can kind of wrap your head around simply because I was physically present I still had to take mm-hmm. that into account and take autonomy over it not necessarily responsibility for it but autonomy over it so that helped mm-hmm. me take power over my life and I say okay So now that that's just, and I've I've addressed the fact that I'm here and that I'm alive, now I can embark on completely healing, and that opened up a breadth of experience
0: for me. Because even with domestic violence,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, there's a section in one of the books that I wrote called Hit But Not The Target, Mm -hmm. and where I was exposed to domestic violence, but the batterer was not beating me. Though mm. I still had a lot of, so I can relate to what you're saying as far as there's still a process there where you need to heal, even though you weren't the target or you weren't the one that was actually involved in. Because yeah. it's no matter what somebody else does, mm. we still have to take account and responsibility to heal ourselves. Right. We'll be right back for, her, for Jennifer to walk us through a lot of her products and what she actually makes. What if I told you that you could stop the negative tape from playing inside your head? What if, with seven simple steps, you could leave the pain of the past behind and live every day as your true, authentic self? It is possible, and you can do it. The ebook, Seven Simple Steps to Beat Emotional Baggage. How to become whole, healed, healthy, and happy shares how to resolve emotional baggage. And feel free to live true to your own personality, spirit, and character. Transform negative thinking into positive thinking and become equipped to boldly face your past and resolve emotional pain. Get your free copy at ThatAnitaLive.com ebook. And welcome back. I'm here with Jennifer Nakhvi and walk us through. <laughs> I am excited to find out. First of all, I love lavender. Oh, it's- so, so when you walk through the door with lavender, I was like, hmm. So what are some of the, the healing elements? So what are some of the... Sure, lavender is a calming agent. So lavender
1: is part of the mint family, um, but it's essential oils and aromatherapy act as a calming agent. (sighs) Topically, if you want to use it for topical applications, it is an antibacterial and antifungal. Um, So in lotions, I use it in my, uh, I infuse it in my face cream, my body lotions, and my Um, beard oil my men's beard oil and you make all of
0: these by hand yourself I do so when you say infuse for us lay people Ah. (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean
1: ah okay so I do what's called referred to as traditional apothecary I know I love it it's it's like right away you're just
0: ah. this is lavender yes yes so um and Jennifer (laughs) came through the door explaining to us that she picked this this morning And you picked this in?
1: At Soleado, excuse me, Soliedo Lavender Farms. It's about a 45 minute drive from here. It's a family owned farm, third generation lavender farm. And um, throughout the growing season or throughout the harvest season, you can go and you can pick your own lavender and bring it home with you. Yeah, she's got classes where you can make lavender wands. Uh, She distills her own essential oil on site uh, with a steam distill not solvent distilled. Um, It's much more therapeutic that way and you don't strip off all of the beneficial oils. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I do with this is I use carrier oils, um, either in the form of pumpkin seed oil, which is really high in oleic acid, um, hemp seed oil, flaxseed oil. And what I do is I take the buds and um, whatever other um, herbs and botanicals. Comfrey is one of my favorite. Comfrey comfrey and calendula, they're both um, healing herbs. Comfrey has a lot of lantone in it. What that does is it's cell regenerative and it speeds up healing. So I take all the herbs and botanicals and I fill, you fill a jar halfway with whatever carrier oil that you would like, Mm -hmm. and then you put the herbs and botanicals. Carrier oil on top and then you shake and then you literally you keep it in the windowsill for about five weeks and what it does it it's solar infused so the sun stimulates the herbs and botanicals to release their essential oils into the carrier oil so now you actually have concoction girl yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> time and patience is all, is all i heard time and patience i love
1: it you have to let mom nature do her thing she knows what she's doing so wow. i just I go with I her
0: i love that yeah okay so let's what else do you have now wow yeah. this is heavy yes
1: um this was made by a local artisan i tried to everything i have this is made by a local seamstress this is uh this was whittled or wood or mm-hmm. handcrafted mm-hmm. by a local artisan local farmer um, everything I, I, I incorporate into my business and everything I incorporate into my life, I try to cultivate. I'm very dedicated to cultivating from within and strengthening the local community, um, which is why I choose to support and um, do business with, with those folks. No fast food at her house. No. <laughs> not, well, maybe my husband and my son, but not me. <laughs>
0: okay walk me through what we have here
1: so this would be uh, what you would call a traditional apothecary infusion so this is uh, what I would refer to as an urban botanical facial repair cream what's the difference between apothecary and aromatherapy uh, aromatherapy is scent therapy so if I were to have a bottle of essential oils and I will, were to rub them on my hand mm-hmm. and go like this over your face you're um, your senses, your scent senses would be. So you know how scent recalls memories, scent is uh, one of the Mm. most, yeah. So that would be aromatherapy. And an apothecary is, uh, uh, so you had apothecaries, but they were back in the 1800s, back in the day, were pharmacies um, basically. So they were referred to as apothecaries and they utilized traditional apothecary practices Kind of like Eastern medicine. Yeah, to provide healing salves, to provide tinctures, to provide lotions, uh, bitters, um, medicines that you could take orally.
0: Organic, herb, and botanical infused handcrafted apothecary skin care. Yes. Wow. You actually see the ingredients in there. How, how close can you get? Okay, so what's, what am I smelling here?
1: So I think I infuse this with grapefruit essential oil. So grapefruit essential oils and lavender and lemongrass. And if you can see all of the ingredients here, mm-hmm. I really wanted this to be a restorative, uh, restorative cream. Um, So you can use this either day or night. So the carrier oils that I use are light, they're what's called fast absorbers, so they absorb quickly into the skin. So if you wear makeup, you can apply your makeup um, afterwards or if you wanna put on a little bit more, you can do it at night. so this also has shea butter in it. Shea butter has a, a SPF of six, not very high, um, but it provides you know a natural SPF. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in wearing that during the day, I like it at night. It's it's, it's really, really light. Yes, yes. I don't want to lay down on my pillow. <laughs> Good.
0: He's How old is everywhere. your son? He's eight. What does he think of all of this?
1: He has fun with it. He comes home, and if I'm in the lab, I call up my lab, and he comes in and he helps me. I have my. My mortar and pestle, and he's helping me grind up herbs and botanicals, and he puts it in. And he's like, "Mom, we're I feel like we're in like a Halloween, like we're cold." <laughs> <day here." laughs> so he likes it. I bring him out with me to um, the farms that I go mm-hmm. to. He hangs out with all of our. We call them perm. We call ourselves permies, permaculturalists. Okay. So we grow. Um, we grow everything uh, without pesticides, and uh, we grow it. What permaculture does is you. you it's You're building your own sustainable ecosystem so everything that you plant supports everything else that you plant crop rotation so you you're not having to rely on a lot of equipment you're not having to rely on synthetics or pesticides so every time you go out to a class or we go out to the farm Mm -hmm. he's with me and he just gets to run around we don't get to do that in the city so no No. so we're out there all day it's important so what's next Okay, so um, this is my newest product. So I know um, beards are in fashion nowadays. Ooh. And the I didn't
0: put any oil in there, but mm-hmm. you can see. You can see the beard oil, the citrus life. Yes. So Apply we... desired amount. Okay. Products I can't pronounce. <laughs> But I see sweet almond oil. Now what does this do for men's beer? So it's two-step, well three-step I guess you
1: could say. So I always try and take a a tiered approach to addressing the concerns of my clients. So the feedback that I was getting was from a skin perspective and also from a maintenance perspective and also from a texture perspective. Mm -hmm. So My clients wanted something that addressed um, skin irritation, or dryness, or flakiness. They also wanted something to address manageability, and then they also wanted something to address texture. Um, They didn't want wiry texture, they wanted uh, the hair follicles to be softened. So I said, okay, let me go to the drying board and figure out what herbs, botanicals, and oils I can concoct together to address those
0: concerns. And that's what I came up with. Organic Lavender Soap. With shea butter. Mm-hmm. How long, what is the process? How long does it take you from idea to finished product? Sure so um, for the soap I infuse the oils for
1: three weeks in a windowsill uh, and then I'll make the soap in 24 hours. I'll unmold it in 72 hours and then I have to, and I'll cut it and it has to cure for four to six weeks so it's a long process. Mm -hmm. soap has to cure yes why um, I don't use accelerators I don't use um, firming agents Um, so making soap the traditional way you have to allow because we have to use lye in order for the chemical process Mm -hmm. you have to let that evaporate you Ah. have to bring the pH to a level that the body is
0: comfortable with so now what is the soap good for so in soap making,
1: it's a lot of fun because you can customize. Um, so, like this soap is a moisturizing soap, so I use and everything's done by percentages, so I use a, a high percentage of shea butter. Shea butter is, I love using shea butter because it's called a non, it's unsaponifiable, so it doesn't turn into soap. So basically I'm making this soap bar with suspended shea butter in it. So when you're washing, it's still lathering, but When you walk away, it's not that dry, 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 dry Ah, feeling.
0: Ah, okay. What is lemongrass good for?
1: I love lemongrass. Lemongrass is another um, topical agent, so it's it's a great antiseptic. It's a great antifungal, antibacterial, and from an aromatherapy perspective, it's very brightening. But it's not overpowering or brightening, kind of like a citrus or um, orange, where it's like zing. You're like you're waking up. Mm -hmm. This has a sweet. sweetness to it that undercuts the citrus, so it's more of kind of a uplifting. And if you grow lemongrass in your garden or your front yard, um, it repels mosquitoes, has a little bit of citronella in it. Really? Yeah, so does lavender. Rosemary. Wow. Yeah. It's not a strong citrus at all. No, it's not overpowering. It's just, I like it because it's uplifting. do you make candles at all? I do. I make soy candles. Um, okay. So I use soy wax, 100% kosher certified soy wax. I don't use any stabilizers or any accelerants. Um, a lot of my friends have allergies. So everything I've crafted, yeah. it's all based on the feedback that I get from from clients or from friends. And I only use 100% organic essential oils as scent. Um, there's, uh, that takes care of the aromatherapy aspect of it
0: now tea tree I've heard a lot about tea tree what is tea tree good for tea tree
1: is a great antiseptic Um, so it literally kills bacteria but you want to be very careful with the amount that you use, so don't run to the store. Go get a tea <laughs> tree t- t- bottle. She said tea oh, tree no. oil! No, 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 it will burn your skin if you apply it directly in too large of a quantity. So you always want to suspend it in a carrier oil or an a lotion before you <sighs> put it on. Yeah. tear it. No, 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 you're fine. So, yeah. yeah. So this takes oh, care... This is a little darker. Yeah, so what I did is I infused this with soap berries. Um, because I wanted an extra clean, so one of some of the feedback that I also received from my male clients that have beards, um, they get a lot of oil buildup. Um, okay. The oils, the, this, your skin secretes a lot of sebum w- as your hair is growing out of out of out of your wow. out of this out of this face. So I wanted an extra cleaning agent, but since I don't use surfactants or detergents, I had to find a natural way, and I came across soapberries or soap nuts. They grow on a tree. <laughs> In Africa and you pluck them off, (laughs) you let them dry, you can put them in a sock and you can put them in your washing machine and it'll wash your clothes. Or you can put it in a jar, fill it up with water, it'll set up and you can (laughs) wash your counter with it. Soap nuts. Yes. Really? So yes, soap grows on trees.
0: (laughs) meditation calming sense natural ingredients they all have great qualities that can help you achieve balance contentment and even happiness these items can help you become the master of your emotions and prevent others from dancing on your hot buttons to reach out to jennifer you can find her on instagram at oh so good organics that's oh so good organics i'm anita your host Be sure to check out ThatAndItalive.com for where and when to see our next episode.